a few months back, I was interviewing for a role, and man, I loved the final candidate. Uh, his name was Jeff, and uh, one thing we do is a paid project at the end uh, or towards the end of any hiring process, and this is something that usually takes the candidates 10 to 15 hours to do. It's pretty sizable, and we tell them about it from the beginning, and we do pay them to do it, uh, but it's a lot of work. So anyway, Jeff had created this amazing paid project, probably the single best one I've ever seen. And kind of the the thinking on the paid project, by the way, this isn't an episode on paid projects, but is have them do the role, basically create your own plan for the first 90 days by let me hand you the three biggest problems in this area that you're going to solve. Let me give you as much data as I reasonably can in a hiring process. And then you just tell me what you're going to do in detail. And usually this includes a, you know, five to 10 page Google doc explaining it in a loom video, talking through it. That's the best kind of delivery format, typically depending on the role. Anyway, Jeff submitted like a 40 page document and two hours of loom video overviews, which sounds excessive and it is a bit, but man, it was amazingly detailed and, and really, really, really good. Anyway, so he submits that, bring him in person. We talk for half a day and then the following Monday I give him an offer and he declines it. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Just, totally perplexed. And from that came the learning to always ask the question multiple times throughout the interview process. If I were to give you an offer, is there anything preventing you from accepting it? Ask that question and surface objections ahead of time. Like Jeff wound up not taking the offer, not because he had a better one, but because he decided to stay at the job he was at because it was easy and he could continue to do his side business stuff while there. So I don't know if there's an objection. I don't know if there's a way to overcome that objection, but if I knew about it weeks earlier, either one or two things would have happened. We'd have talked about it much earlier and figured out a solution for it and encounter, uh, confronted the objection head on, which I think there's a way to overcome it for him. Or I could have just aborted out of the whole deal and, and saved everybody all that time. So learning takeaway from one of my, I don't know, probably the one one candidate I can think of that's ever come through any of the hirings I've done that I'm like truly legitimately disappointed he didn't. Oh, come on. I mean, in retrospect, I, I can put a positive spin on it. Like, man, we saved a bunch of time and you know, him coming on and quitting. But I don't know. I think if I would have had the wisdom to ask that question ahead of time, uh, we could have overcome it. So a arrow to keep in your quiver when you're interviewing is ask them, not in the very beginning, but as you progress in the interview process and get to, you know, a long form interview, an in-person, a paid project is, hey, right now, as you know, are there any top concerns? Is there anything that would keep you from taking an offer that you're aware of right now? So that's one of my takeaways from one of my biggest misses in hiring. Hope it helps. Most coaches and consultants who have a resource that they give away online aren't leveraging their thank you page, also referred to as a confirmation page, the way they should. Your thank you page is actually an opportunity to generate additional traffic to your website if you do the right things to make it go viral. This month only, I'm giving away my viral thank you page playbook, which includes everything you need to make your thank you page become a viral traffic source to your website, resulting in a lot more leads for you. You can grab it for free this month only at growthtools.com forward slash free. Again, that's growthtools.com forward slash free.